0: Good morning, Super Kicking with Steven fans, your favorite two hosts right here, the Greg one there, Stephen A. Eleven eighty one right here for you. We got some news to talk about, possible big name gone from WWE and out of a family life. <laughs> at this rate, uh, we also have some free agency news. Uh, Tony Khan is promising another big surprise, so we'll uh, we'll get all the thoughts on there. Uh, Greg is there, rocking in his shooting warm up jersey. Uh, warm up jacket of the old school blazers look so um i'm here to, Uh by the way NBA yeah. run bowling uh Sabonis might be going to your sons greg i guess that's the the big rumor i don't know who they're going to offer but uh i think that could really help out wow. you guys, so <laughs> i don't i don't know you know yeah absolutely
1: that it. size and
0: Got a point forward on the floor.
1: Hey, you can have never have enough rim protectors. Yeah. So, you know we got plenty of uh, of off guards and uh, small forwards. There have always been a glut of small forwards and mm-hmm. shooting guards on our team. So, um, getting a big has been always a a weakness if they have one. Yeah. And uh, getting another big and you know, we can, we can sacrifice a couple, uh, wings to get it. Especially if there's one like Sabonis, who's, you know, ironically plays or ties. Um, yeah. his dad. Exactly. That would be super cool to, to get him in young, but seven footer. And, uh, this, all he does is play defense and block shots. So that would be awesome. If that's double double a machine. true rumor, I'd like to see that happen. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, and probably in uh, the other big rumor, and nobody's surprised by, uh, James Harden might be on the way out of the Nets. Uh, <laughs> no way. Three. They're, they're saying yeah, they're saying possibly to the um, Sixers. I don't know if that would mean Simmons for him, but yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Is this their first year together, Durant, uh, or Irvin, and Harden, right? Because I think they're no. all like –
1: it's at least well, the second year.
0: Second year, okay, but they not they didn't because up.
1: last year, right. it, yeah, he was injured last year, okay. so they never got okay. to play it out.
0: That's right. This
1: is the first year they've all been healthy, and right. they still can't play together because Kyrie,
0: yeah, because he's on, can't
1: play in New York, and
0: uh, and then they're on a seven-game losing streak. So oh. I guess they got to find somebody to blame um but so yeah we'll see um the my pacers yeah it feels like they're going to do something just because you got to do something (laughs) you got to figure out what you got to do with you know a bunch of guys that like you said they're not young but they're not old (laughs) they're they're in that you know like miles turner year seven but is it time Mm -hmm. to cut the cord or we Got Isaiah Jackson, who's really he started past two games and he looks like a, maybe he could be better than Turner in a way um, offensively. So, um, yeah, and then like we said, Sabonis, um, you know, we signed Lance Stevenson for the rest of the year, so there's something there. Uh, at this rate, he'll retire a pacer, <laughs> which you know, he's always said he should never left, but um, that. That's what happens. You try to bet on yourself sometimes, and it doesn't always work out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So, enough sports talk, uh, Greg. Let's just get right into it. Shane O'Mac, um, possibly gone for good. <laughs> Probably out of the will, out of the heirlooms. Out of the uh, a lot of there's a lot of stories going around about Shane. Uh, so the big story is he. Wanted to put himself over a lot. He was getting producer faces about it. Obviously, we saw that he he got a, he got over on Riddle, I think, in there. He he uh, eliminated well, I believe, in the Rumble. So it it kind of strikes me. I don't know. Like I, I'm just surprised by it, Greg. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be because it's the McMahon family. I mean, we know his dad has put himself over plenty. Uh, but I kind of thought Shane was back with the right mindset and, you know, he's always seemed like the guy, I mean, he put over Steve Blackman, (laughs) I mean, you know, it's not like he doesn't (laughs) know the business. So I don't know what it was. I mean, there was even rumblings. It might've been him and Lashley for the title. Obviously that had, you know, that had to get shut down because (laughs) Shane McMahon does not need to be any title matches, maybe 24 seven, if that, but, uh, So uh, it sounds like he's let go quietly. (laughs) Obviously, not as quiet because we're all talking about it. But, you know, um, that's going to be a nice Thanksgiving meal, I'm sure. And, you know, 4th of July meals, holidays coming later this year. But hopefully things get squared away there, Greg. Um, Any thoughts on the Shane McMahon news that kind of just kept trickling out (laughs) this week?
1: Yeah, I just kind of turned my nose up at it. 'Cause it you know, maybe they he's not an active wrestler on the roster, but I'm pretty sure he can pretty much go to advance to go, I want to be on TV and he would put him on TV. So yeah. I don't put any stock in it. He's not gonna show up on AEW. He's he's he doesn't have to lift a finger for the rest of his life. So um, Do you think he's gone? I saw that and just kind of no. I think in the next couple of years he'll be back on wwt television doing something
0: but he's so. out of mania and out of eliminate because he was supposed to be the elimination chamber so you would assume he's out of those right
1: yeah absolutely definitely nothing and, this year
0: yeah and it kind of sucks because like him and that austin theory really could have put on something to even get Austin theory to the next level i think that really mm-hmm. would have been a storyline so it's weird that he didn't buy into. The, well, who knows? Like you said, rumors are rumors. But like we always, like I always say as well, where there's smoke, there's a lot of fire. So um, now the fact that it kept coming out, it is somebody's a somebody's a rat over there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Goldberg back. I know this came up during you know last night. He's coming to Elimination Chamber. Uh, Roman going over him, I guess, is fine. This needs to be under 10 minutes, probably under five. (laughs) I mean, I'll probably go five to 10 minutes, Greg. But, hey, get that paycheck, I guess, Goldberg. Uh, But the bigger story will be, Greg, will Goldberg be at Mania for a match?
1: You know who I blame for all this? You, Stephen A., this is your fault. This is running. your fault. I poked There's the bear. He still got <laughs> one more match left. He still got yeah. one more match. He said left. it. I
0: can't help. Hey. But I'm just repeat what the man
1: said. Hey, I I was going straight Undertaker. I was digging his grave every chance I got, throwing his body in it and covering it up. And you kept bringing it up. He still got one more match. He's and look when we when we least expect it, Roman Reigns is cutting his promo and. Talking to talking to stuff, we get the bloodline, right. and and now here comes Gulprit. Like, oh no, yeah. not this again.
0: Technically, we didn't I'm get sure, the one on one match, so we are going to get that out of the way. But
1: I'm sure you can see me rolling my eyes from your house, and <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And I, I'm having fun rooting against Roman, but. Yeah. This time I hope he buries him and puts him in that grave. I've been digging for him for so long. I need that to happen. I don't need to see Goldberg on my TV anymore ever. And
0: I mean, if Roman beats him, he doesn't. There's no reason for him to be at Mania, right? I mean, so maybe it's good that he.
1: No, stop saying that. Stop! <laughs> Nothing about Goldberg and Manny. Just, just stop right now, Stephen. A. I, 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 know you're like a, a Goldberg Homer, but you gotta I, stop. That. Yes, I'm totally a Goldberg Homer. <laughs> and the more you put that out in the I universe, got blocked by him.
0: Did you know that, Greg? I'm blocked by him. Really? I'm on Twitter, yes. <laughs> just Adam. I still do not know why Kevin Owens has blocked me, but that's okay. Well, no, I do know why. I do know why flowers. I do know why I'm blocked by Baron Corbin because I called him trash. And R-Truth blocked me. I don't know why he blocked me. Oh, (laughs) wow. I know, R-Truth. Like, Come on. Anyways. Uh, Well, here we go. Here's the big news. Well, new, new news. Uh, Here's big Tony Khan. (laughs) Always with the announcements, Greg. I know I have to laugh because it just always feels like these announcements come out and we hype them up. I want to bask in the glory of it. Eh eh, see what I did there. Um, no the point. big announcement from Wednesday's dynamite, <laughs> dynamite that we referenced on AW Rampage, a free agent debut, and the person walking through the forbidden door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, then slamming the door shut on AW Dynamite. So, Greg, I am calling my shot Keith Lee, which means it's not gonna be Keith Lee, which means it'll be Buddy Murphy. <laughs> So who is your
1: hey. shot? Well, you know what? I'm, I think maybe the Easter egg got dropped on Dynamite last week when uh, Brandi Rhodes was in the ring. And she said to Ethan Page, we always signed you so we can get closer to Josh Alexander. Mm. So maybe that's who's coming through the forbidden door. So I'll go ahead and I'm going to sign off on Josh Alexander.
0: Yeah. Um... Buddy Murphy was my, like, I'm like, we haven't heard about him in a while. So, and then the winner, then whoever this free agent is, is going to be in a qualified match for the face of the revolution ladder match at revolution. So I think, I think I'd rather see Buddy Murphy in a ladder type match. I mean, yes, Keith Lee is ridiculously good at everything, but this almost feels like, like you said, I think Joss Alexander, now the only thing also, Greg is says free agent debut. Unless Alexander's no longer signed with Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week we do know that Keith Lee's contract, like he's officially free carrying cross. Uh, I feel like they're gonna do more for carrying Cross if he was like, I feel like you've got to give him the Malachi Black. You gotta build him up a little bit. Like, I don't want him just kind of sh- Yeah. Like Keith Lee, I think you could have him come out there unannounced and People would get it, you know, and they probably would get Karrion cross, Killer cross, sorry. But at the same time, he feels like he wants to really build some suspense to his, you know, aura. So um, mm-hmm. Those were Buddy Murphy, though. Like I said, Keith Lee is my dream because we got to see him on TV sooner rather than later. But, Greg, I think my official official call is Buddy Murphy because we haven't heard a lot from him. Kind of radio silent. Uh, I don't know what his name really is, but I guess, guess we'll see. But like you said, I think a wrestler type of that ilk would be something. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the dark, dark horse, Braun.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, we saw Lance Archer kind of debut in that big type of you know ladder match. Uh, Brian Cage was in the Casino Battle Royale. Um, they haven't had, you know... Braun would really be a big guy for them, too. I mean, he could stand up to Lance Archer and kind of, you know, look intimidating. So, you
1: know what? I think I'm changing my pick.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Because got my mind working. And now I'm thinking back to all the ROH guys. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, talk about free agents. All of them are free agents. Can go where they want, when they want. And we've seen them all over the place. We see them at Impact. We saw them on the uh, GCW show. Yep, um, they're everywhere right now. And who's the biggest one still floating out there? You know, what's Jonathan Gresham going to be doing these days? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um,
0: former champion, right? Too, I think.
1: Exactly, and he was supposed to defend his, or he was supposed right. to be on. Uh, he was supposed to I fight think, the last team. Impact. Right. And he and saw, it didn't he didn't show. He tested so,
0: positive for COVID for the GCW show, and then I don't know why he wasn't at impact.
1: Yeah, but. so maybe there's something to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Tony kind got in his ear and Yeah. There you go. That would that would make a huge splash. So I'm going yeah. to uh, change my pick and I'm gonna sign off on Jonathan Gresham.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. Um That's kind of the news I found making the rounds um, through our, you know, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I'll just call it COVID brain. Um, But anyways, let's do uh, our (laughs) first commercial break and get elite performance talking for you. And then uh, we'll get right into Monday Night Raw and uh, all the WWE happenings of this week. We're going to get right started with some uh, Monday Night Raw talk. Uh, so pretty much, we'll start the you know top of the show, throw in some of the Elimination Chamber talk, and uh, go from there. But um, we talked. Bobby Lashley came out there um, fresh off his victory over Brock Lesnar. Uh, by the way, Greg, Brock Lesnar's title run is officially the shortest title reign he's had at 28 days. Um, I'm afraid that. <laughs> Bobby Lashley could have an even shorter one if things are going with title for title at Mania. But we'll get into all those um, nooks and crannies soon. Um, But pretty much Brock Lesnar wanted the title match right now. Adam Pearce put him in the Elimination Chamber. We also saw the other Elimination Chamber qualifying matches, Greg. We saw Austin Theory defeat Kevin Owens, which I think was quite a surprise. Um, Riddle defeated Otis and AJ Styles. So, in Elimination Chamber, we'll have Bobby Lashley. We'll have... Oh, uh uh-oh. Hopefully Greg's back with us. So, uh, Bobby Lashley, the current WWE Champion, we'll have Brock Lesnar in there. We'll have Riddle. We're having Austin Theory. We're having Seth Rollins. And I believe that's it. Oh, and AJ Styles. So, that's a... I like the mixture of old and new... Uh, we've never seen Le- Lesnar in an uh, Elimination Chamber match, I believe. Riddle, it's going to be fun to see Riddle. I hope Riddle and Lesnar get some time together. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Seth and Riddle, like Rollins and Riddle had their little beef. I think that's kind of over the like water in the ridge. But um, Austin Theory, though, Greg, that's going to be the dark horse to kind of see... Not to win, but see what he could do. I'll be curious to see how long he lasts, who they put him in there with. Um yeah. So and AJ Styles, uh, you know, he gets in there. <laughs> I mean, he should be <laughs> the title picture, but I I'm hearing maybe he's the dark horse winner, but it would really surprise me if he won hmm. there, you know. Uh, unless you, you know unless you have Roman in there again and you know playing mind games with rock. But uh Greg, give me your thoughts on the elimination chamber. I'm really liking this lineup though. This is probably the best, you know, some of the best names you can have in there right now. So
1: Yeah, I, I agree for the, the same reasons that uh you know you're giving the established can you hear me okay?
0: Yeah, sorry. You just you me okay? you got really loud, okay. so I turned you down in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's what I do. I'm loud, man. Yeah, um, good. yeah I like, uh, like I said, it's a good mix uh, up and coming stars and then the established ones. You got the star power in there with Brock in there, uh, Lashley, and what they got going on. And it looks like, you know, collision course with these two, but, you know, with, uh, riddle in the periphery and awesome theory in the periphery and then aj who's kind of a blend of both um it's a great mix i'm going to be excited to watch it and the, that's something i haven't been able to say about elimination chamber for a while uh they've gotten kind of stale but uh this one looks like it's going to bring the house down so i'm uh, super excited for it um those qualifying matches were awesome Mm-hmm. And uh, looks like they stepped their game up uh, quite a bit, and um, so yeah, it's I'm definitely going to be tuned in. It's probably going to be my favorite match of the night. So, um, so many possibilities, so many you know ways they could go with this as far as who's going to win. Um, any of them could win, and and have an awesome storyline to lead you into WrestleMania. So. Uh, I love the the selection of the entrance for this uh, chamber.
0: If I had to call it right, or if you had to call it right now, who would you say walks out the winner?
1: Brock. Yeah. You know, Brock's, Brock's the odds-on favorite. If you're putting money on it in Vegas. You know, you you yeah, put your that, money on Brock,
0: especially for doing title versus title, which I think is where they really want to get to. I mean, they almost have to now you've kind of backed yourself up against the wall and you almost have to just pull the trigger. Um, Yeah, the the funny thing, though, is... Sorry, go ahead.
1: The funny thing is, though, with winning the Rumble, he's already in, you know, the main event at WrestleMania. So, um, you know, we love where he's going with the whole title versus title. But, you know, at the same, same time, you know, this leaves... You know, Lashley without a legit op- opponent, which is the purpose of this chamber. And so you're kind of defeating the purpose of the chamber if Brock wins. Yeah. So oh, yeah, sure. um, that's the issue. You know, what are you going to do for Lashley if Brock ends up taking his title and saying, and he's, you know, won both ends of the whole WrestleMania main event. You know, mm-hmm. he can't wrestle two main events no nope. so well that's why i think the you only reason I can see him not winning
0: yeah and that's what's crazy i mean like you said that just i don't know and I don't know we didn't even bring it up but uh apparently riddle was going to win the rumble at one time which I don't buy at all but that's another story for another day uh, i don't know how they would have that would been really something the book in that next year <laughs> maybe riddle could be in that conversation but uh I would be very surprised if he was in that this year So um, Some other things, Greg. Uh, how about we get to the end of Raw? Then we can kind of backtrack and catch up some of the middle. But uh, So, Ronda Rousey was out there. Um, I've missed promo, but I've heard enough about it that uh, it sounds like she needs to work on her promo skills. Uh, <laughs> she kept calling, you know, Lita, Be- Rebecca, or she kept calling um, Becky Lynch, Rebecca. I don't know if that was just a whole, you know, trying to get under her skin, but... Um, pretty mm-hmm. much she acted like she was going to you know, call out Becky, which we know last night she called out Charlotte. That's official. That is Charlotte and Ronda, and I think that's one of your main events. So. Um, but Lita comes out there, which I didn't expect, Greg, and we're going to get Lita and Becky Lynch in Saudi Arabia for the women's title of Raw, which I think is funny to think back to the days of Lita and the thong pulled up over the you know, <laughs> extreme, mm-hmm. and I'm like, And now she's going to... That's. I mean, that's pretty awesome for her, in a way. But just to think back, like, you know, how they'll have to be covered up and all that. So, um, you know, I'm sure she doesn't mind it now. But uh, just funny to see Lita and Becky get that chance to go to Saudi Arabia and, you know, put on a good match there. So, good for Lita. And I hope that Lita rolls through Mania. Like, give her something good at Mania, too. And then, you know, let her be done as far as that's concerned. But, I mean, if this is the final stop for her, I mean, it's pretty good way to go out. I think, you know, kind of breaking that, just keep breaking that, you know, glass ceiling for women in Saudi Arabia and, you know, Mm -hmm. just keep rolling. So uh, Lita and Becky Lynch in the, at elimination chamber Greg for the raw women's title thoughts on that.
1: I like, I like it a lot. Um, you know, Lita looks like she's in fantastic shape and, um, it's a uh, it's an interesting match um you know giving us something new and you know us who you know saw her back in the day can really appreciate it um you know the newer fans the millennials who never really saw her during her uh, her run in wwe are, um, are gonna get a good class on you know how good she is so um I'm excited for it it's gonna be fun um, the promo you didn't really miss anything with Rhonda um, yes. I love Rhonda to the ends of the earth, but she did not take any time working on her stick skills while she was away um, you kind of see her you know going back and forth between you know remembering what okay. lines she's supposed yeah. to say and and then doing the facials to go with it. Um, you know, being a drama teacher and a an actor my whole life. I could see when you've lost your your spot, you know, in your in your monologue and uh, you know how they try to get it back. And it was it was a little rough, I right? I gotta say. It was a little she rough. Can't for do,
0: she can't do promos out by herself. I feel like if she right. can feed off the other person it helps. But yeah, yeah. her out there by herself is just tough. And she's there. I mean, she's always struggled at that. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's not like she's ever got better at it. But um, how about Bianca Belair defeating the role or sorry, the women's tag team champion Carmella? We had Rhea Ripley drop out both the um, tag team champions tonight at wrestle I'm uh, sorry, at Royal Rumble. I mean, it feels like Bianca's still trying to get into the title picture. It's probably her and Becky, I would assume, just because there's not much else <laughs> there. Uh, but I think the bigger deal is the you know the women's tag team champions, Greg. Uh, I mean, are we just waiting on Bailey and Sasha to save it <laughs> and wait it for a third time?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no better idea that uh, you know the the titles are just a prop for them, you know, mm-hmm. or Zelina to get over a queen gimmick and Carmella doing her beautiful woman gimmick. You know, it's all you know, all flash and no, you know, substance to it. And, you know, you see it and just kind of, it's like a guitar note is there one minute, and then it goes away. And it's, uh, there's nothing memorable about it. So yeah, it definitely needs something. And for, there's no legitimate female tag teams to take it from them. So, um, you know, they've broken everybody up who were their main competition and, um, yeah, so Bailey and Sasha coming back would be huge. Um, and aside from them, I really don't know who they'd even bring in from the outside to give them a run. So there's nobody in NXT. Um, there's very few free agent female tag teams I can think about outside of mm-hmm. the Iconics or the uh, inspiration now. Everyone they fired. You can even think about unless you're going <laughs> to, Right. Uh, they unless you going to get they they the trellis 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 trellis
0: a run, maybe the Bellas. So it's like that all to tell you everything they, you know, and that's fine. I mean, that's their right. Um, but that tells us everything we need to know right there. So um, Angelo Dawkins got a big win. Kind of surprised they put Angelo in this spot, but then he is from Cincinnati and that's where they were. Yeah. So good for him to get that pickup win. Um, the Miz defeated Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is what we're doing with The Miz now. And then Rhea Ripley did defeat Nikki Ash. I feel like they're just going to be feuding through Mania, like Till Mania, you know, have some payoff match there. Um, I kind of hit those three together, Greg, but you can – did we see – I'm trying to remember if we saw another Alexa Bliss promo, or was that – There was. Was that when the Lily –
1: He gave her a new – uh, or gave all. her a, a a lily from the merch stand. Yeah. 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 And, the, so, and this is not the real one, but uh, in her reactions, you tell that. Uh, what do you think we see her back? may we as all. well have been.
0: I mean, she probably needs to be back sooner rather than later, right?
1: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, to do what?
0: I mean, the. Um, That's the only thing. I don't know. Yeah. The I mean, I pretty... guess I want her on Mania, so at least maybe. After elimination chamber, and mm-hmm. give her something. But like you said, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, um, any thoughts on the the matches I kind of bypassed? I guess <laughs> if you'd want to, and then we'll go into okay. um, NXT. Yeah, well,
1: like I said those um, the qualify matches were amazing, especially the uh, awesome theory Kevin Owens match. Um, Love that match. I thought that was the best match of the night. Um. Props to both of them for, for putting on a banger. Um, but it's pretty impressive for, uh, for RAW lately. Um, aside from the interview segments, the actual wrestling was actually, you know, top notch, uh yeah. for once. So, you know, props to them enjoyed it, but, um, Those backstage stages were a little brutal, but I'll take that trade off.
0: Scooter race, (laughs) (laughs) right? We need we do need to push. I think, um, Chad Gable is slowly morphing into Kurt Angle, though. I really think by the middle of this year, that crowd is going to be eating him up. I mean, it just feels there's a swell there, and you know, you almost have to, it's probably going to be toned down soon. Because that's the same thing that happened with Angle. People just start loving it, and you almost yeah. had to be like, "Okay, what can I do to?" Uh, um, so it, I wonder if I like I would like to see Chad Gable maybe get some run at Money in the Bank, not win it, but you know get a real good singles sure. kind of s- sparkling in there, and uh, see what he could do for SummerSlam. But um, NXT talk uh, the big matches. You know, were Imperium defeating Diamond Mine. We saw Gunther out there with his new name, new not new look. Nothing really changed about him. I, the music's still the same. I was worried they might change up the music, but they kept that the same. Um, Roderick Strong still there, Greg, which I was kind of surprised, especially since his wife is now with AEW. I, I feel like the writing is still there. Like how much longer, <laughs> you know? Is so he mm-hmm. just kind of checking off a box, not like a jail sentence? But, you know, just like, okay, I got this many days left. But um, Imperium defeated Diamond Mine. What are, what's some thoughts on there, Greg?
1: Uh, but I think it's what you're saying is that, uh, you know, like Colin O'Reilly before him, that's probably playing out this last angle before he's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, it Imperium coming to uh, being full strength now with Walter, or excuse me, Gunther. Um, coming over they need to, an entrance point and diamond mine is the entrance point point. Um, and once this angle plays out you know i think strong is out the door and business has already been doing his little scouting missions in other matches so he's going <laughs> to just be able to pull somebody else into diamond mine and have them be the new leader um, and just keep moving from there and, uh, you know, this is just a good spot for Imperium and another uh, veteran team to, uh, you know, put down some good matches and, uh, you know, usher in Imperium before, you know, you filter another veteran out of the mix uh, with Roderick. and um uh, no, he'll end up completing the uh, undisputed era AEW version pretty soon uh, Like the match uh, like what uh, you're doing mind diamond and uh, You know, they'll be fine. They're gonna
0: still you know, feel like the, Creed the brothers are the favorites for the um, the dusty classic, right?
1: Yeah, I think so
0: Yeah, yeah. but, um, speaking but of- I've given us
1: a, a slight nod to uh, Idris and Mm, uh, yeah. Elite Blade. They're really giving them a lot of time and trying to yeah. put them over as big as they can um, on screen and in social media. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. they are they my dark nice horse. Upset. Yeah. Yep.
0: Then, uh, speaking of the women's, we saw a team kind of form after this match. Where Kel Gonzalez defeated Core J. Um, are they the favorites to win the women's Dusty Classic at this point? Because we don't know who else is in it. <laughs> so,. Um, you know, it kind of feels <laughs> exactly. like they should roll. But like you said, maybe there's a surprise team that we don't even know about yet that could kind of do it for them, you know, do them in. So um, what do you think about Raquel Gonzalez defeating Cora J, Greg?
1: Yeah, it's pretty mad. I kind of expected it. But, you know, the, you know you figure it's going to be one where, you know, Cora kind of proves herself to Raquel, even though she loses and that's what happens. So that now they're a definite team. And but like I say, who else they're going to have? Are you, maybe you can put uh, the you know Tosca attraction in there and Casey Akaden in there. Uh, but I
0: maybe maybe two the, finds a partner.
1: True, and people are really kind of enjoying her gimmick. So it's. Uh, you know she should get she could get pushed you know pretty farther than we expect um i don't think raquel and cora win mm-hmm. the whole cup uh because it's a little too predictable
0: yeah
1: uh, i think that it's more likely they end up in a feud by the time this is over
0: yeah with each so other or just with somebody else
1: with each other
0: okay yeah
1: um So I don't think they're going to win, even though they're the team and they're the favorites.
0: How about Uh, Saray's new look? Any uh, thoughts on that? Or what she kind of, I mean, at least they gave her something and not just a happy-go-lucky, another signee that just there. um, It's interesting how they do the, she starts as, you know, that nerdy looking girl. And then she transforms into this warrior of the sun um, I feel like we still got to see more with it and yeah, we'll kind of see where it goes. <laughs> That's all I guess I got. Yeah. Is that where it's, you're at it's with still it? still
1: pretty basic. Yeah. yeah just Chinese schoolgirl. you know, I like the literal transition going through the mist and coming out as a wrestler on the other side. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll wait and see and save for judgment on it because it still looks pretty Similar to what she was before she left, but um, you know, maybe she does find a good partner, and you know, they go and kill it. You know, why not? You almost pick he her almost own countryman. EO right?
0: And... Eo.
1: right, that's what I was saying. Eo. Yeah. And we'll you know, then they you have a go. jealousy angle with uh, Zoe, and in, be, in, yeah. to put into the mix, so. Okay.
0: Uh, Joe Gacy defeated your guy, La Knight, but. Um, who else? Uh, Grayson Waller was out there. Um, the big Indian guy that was used to be part of with Veer um, came out there. Uh, LA Knight just has to fight everybody, doesn't he, Craig?
1: Yeah, he does. But, hey, I'm yeah. down with it because that means more LA Knight time on the mic and on the screen. Yeah, let's do That's that. True. Um, yeah. So I'm loving it. They're coming out from all sides against him, so – It's only a matter of time before some other uh, guys align with him and uh, go against Casey and, you know, the goon squad. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, he can keep taking beatdowns for a little bit because it's only going to make it better when he, you know, finally gets his uh, comeuppance. And, you know, he's got the big dude. Uh, i forget whatever his name is Sangha yeah, Sanka yeah. Sangha that's um, right and um, so yeah I'm excited because now he's you know at that main event uh level he's gonna stay there because he's working against the top heels and uh, you know people are getting into the gimmick now. You know mm-hmm. he's he's using all the catchphrases and the, everybody's down with it. Even uh Waller and those guys are kind of repeating it back at him and you know to mock him and it's yep. it's setting it all up so you know i'm excited about that and um it's it's just going to keep coming it's going to be better and better each week so that's the one part of nxt i can i can see i can kind of look forward to now that he's the uh, pretty much like the top baby face on the show right now as far as the top of the card so yeah, yeah down definitely down with that
0: yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Wendy Chu, she picked up a good win with her little um, people's elbow or uh, falling asleep elbow drop type deal. Uh, Like you said, I think people are really getting into that. She steals a credit card. Hopefully we see a little segment where she spends it on uh, PJs or something ridiculous (laughs) like that. Um, Andre Chase, speaking of guys getting a good reaction, he's starting to get the crowd on his side, isn't he, Greg?
1: He is. I was a so little surprised that uh people are you know speaking of biting into the gimmick that uh they're getting into the chase you stuff because you know the, he's was trying so hard to be like the top heel and now that uh that's not possible it's been flipped and people are down with the chase you thing so um I was trying to remember you can definitely to see it working of, um,
0: Shane douglas he was the teacher member for uh Against Racer Ramon for like a hot second back in the day was he the de- the dean or something like that? So yeah, yeah, I think
1: you're big. right. Yeah, uh,
0: this is a little more this is a little more you know down to earth though, but um, yeah, teachable moment and all that. So and then Braun Breaker mm-hmm. defalses Champa defeated Legado. Um, we're just seeing Champa still kind of be the I'll help you because I know what I need. <laughs> so which I can get behind. And we'll probably do one more match, maybe like Takeover before Mania, uh, and then, I mean, it's probably, probably high tide um, goodbye to Champa, right? I mean, I don't know what else he's going to do there, so um, one more match for him and Breaker, maybe, Greg, at main, uh, you know, Mania weekend.
1: Yep, I'm definitely down for that. Uh, you know, this is where it all it's all going. I'll protect you until, you know, it's time for my my right out of here and uh you know one more match they're they're tied one to one yeah uh in
0: their
1: in their series so you know you have your rubber match you know all the marbles and you know he hasn't invoked any rematch so this would be the point to do it no real contender has popped up um i think breaker and and uh, escobar and gonna end up doing something before mania so there's no other obvious challenger out there for him yet. So it's all uh, set up for Tommaso to, to have his uh, trilogy match with Breaker and really usher him in, and Tommaso can do his next thing. So, yep. yeah, definitely that's where that's going.
0: Uh, and then also, I've, I kind of bypassed it, but we did have um, Cameron Grimes and... Uh, um, now I'm blanking on, oh my goodness. Trick Williams, Mello, Carmelo Hayes. Um, wow. This COVID brain is really a thing, isn't it? Anyway, so um, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes talking up their match for Vengeance Day. Or no, they're going to do it next week. They're not going to do it for Vengeance Day, which is surprising. <laughs> but they'll do a North American title match next week. Any chance, Cameron Grimes steals it off, Carmelo? As
1: much as I want to, I don't think so. Yeah, um, melo has been great with uh, everything he's been uh, doing. Uh, the stuff that trick is working, his promos are fire. And I think they're really trying to push him uh, pretty hard. So, you know, maybe sh- shenanigans in there so he doesn't win clean, but uh, I don't see him losing the belt.
0: All right, and on the SmackDown side of things, so we had Paul Heyman out there with Roman, you know, explaining why he's back with him. Then we got Goldberg out there. Goldberg is challenging Roman Reigns. We've already talked about that, so we'll move on. Ricochet defeated Ooh. Ridge Holland, but Ridge Holland defeat Ridge Holland and Sheamus defeated Ricochet and Cesaro. That's that was that. Yeah. <laughs> that was- Anyways, Cesaro,
1: uh yeah. Ricochet. He, I,
0: I've heard I've heard Cesaro has not won a match since like last year. Which is <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
1: Uh, he, and he took the L in this match too. He took he the pin. Take the L. Uh, so it makes we wanted maybe uh save a little bit of, of the 40 for Ricochet and they're actually gonna do something with him, even though uh they haven't since he was drafted <laughs> over they haven't
0: since he came to since him at house trying to stay optimistic yeah, i know i would love to too i mean because like you said ricochet's got something i mean he he does the flippy flip you know he but then he could also strike uh i, I just think it's the promo i mean he just can't He can't talk him and ronda need to go back to the pc and uh work <laughs> on promo class if dusty Rhodes was still there damn He'd probably be like, come on, baby. I'll work with you, too. Um, That was not a good Dusty Rhodes impression. But apparently, whenever you talk about Dusty, you have to do impressions. So I I checked that off the box. (laughs) But I did not do a good (laughs) – did not do a good him justice. Um, J.B. Uso defeated Eric, which I thought was surprising because I figured you'd have the Viking Raiders kind of getting over. I don't think they're going to win the tag team titles. So uh, maybe next week Ivar gets over Jay, but – not a bad match, you know, nothing really there. Uh let's get into Natalia and Aaliyah, though, Greg. Now we have Aaliyah beating her. What's this, the third, third win? So now we'll get into a dungeon Stu Hart type match where it's always submission or pin. Does Aaliyah still keep rolling in that match too?
1: Yeah, because she can still, you know, you know, the roll up, the small package, the uh we don't really know what her finish is because mm-hmm. uh, she's been winning <laughs> by count out and disqualification yeah. every way but pinfall and submission and by the way i am loving the whole aliyah 317 uh, <laughs> playing just yeah. close enough to the austin 316 yeah and i'm just waiting for it to aliyah 317 says i'm gonna <laughs> you gonna know, give you. us something like that yeah yeah it's is is tailor made? They already got this shirt for it. I mean, just may as well take it all the way, and and uh, get get some mileage out of it because mm-hmm. you know you work it right, and people are going to eat it up. Yeah. People going to be buying those, uh, and so that's what their finish should be: as a stunner. <laughs> mm. And uh, yeah, you know, just really run with it. You know, um. have Stone Cold sign off on it.
0: And Natalia, well, what now enough. she's saying she has like five Guinness World Book records. She just keeps adding a number just because, you know, why not? So, um, yeah, I'll be curious to see how the, the Stu Hart Dungeon style match, you know, pin or submission only. Uh, not, you know, I guess everything else goes, but it's only pin or submission. Um, some other things, Greg, Drew, <laughs> McIntyre's back. Him and Big E. They're probably crying in the back sometimes, aren't they, Greg? Because uh, <laughs> you have Big E who just gets sled over to uh, SmackDown now. No fanfare about it, nothing. Uh, you have right. Dre still feuding with Madcap. I think they're fighting at Elimination Chamber. I mean, God help us. We're going to get Drew and Corbin at Mania. And that's not what Drew deserves <laughs> it's not not what he's earned you know like i mean but uh yeah <laughs> so um any any thoughts on drew having to face madcap again and possibly corbin at mania am i i know i'm being very pessimistic I, you're, i'm gonna let you try to talk me up out of this greg because i got nothing for drew right now <laughs> and i hate it because i love drew he, he oh he, he carried the company
1: Yep, I agree. And I've been a fan of Drew since Impact. So um, I've loved seeing his, you know, career resurgence. And, you know, like I said, he is a pandemic hero. Um, And I'm bummed for him, too, that, you know, this is the route they chose for him. Um,
0: I mean, he can't be happy, I think that, you know... (laughs)
1: No, but maybe there is something. Like I said, there's he's, uh, another good six, seven weeks until, what, 60 days, 50-something yeah. days. So yeah. there's still time for a good plot line to, to develop. A couple more oh, weeks, yeah. he barrels through Madcap and then finishes off Corbin, and you still have a month to maybe put him in the mix for um, – Maybe the, you know, I slide him title. over to fight Lashley again. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, I,
0: I mean, I would put him in, you know, we got the Sami Zayn stuff happening there. Uh, I was, now that Nakamura is obviously back because he defeated Jinder. By the way, Greg, this hearkened. Brought back the dark cloud of 2017 when Nakamura should have won, or was it 2018? Sorry. Should have won the WWE title at some point that year and never did. Uh, lost Twice. To gender, so at least he he got to beat him last night. Um, I'm I am looking forward to Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, man, you talk about just doing some of the best work. I mean, shows up at the yeah. shows up at the Jackass premiere, gets kicked out. I kind of <laughs> wonder if they'll do Knoxville and Zayn for Mania, just to throw it out there. Um, which you know is what it is, but what else is Sami Zayn doing now? You know. Other, after he loses, probably to Nakamura, um, you know, maybe he goes off the surprise and beats him. But um, yeah, yeah, like I said, maybe Drew in the IC title picture. He doesn't have much going on now. Um, but uh, what do we think about Nakamura? You know, what is him and Sami Zayn? When should they fight it? Because I don't think it happens at Elimination Chamber because Sami Zayn does not travel to Saudi Arabia. Uh, so maybe the mm-hmm. week after that. I don't think it happens Yeah, like maybe. week after. That's, yeah. So, uh, no, Big E and Kofi got a win. way to work uh, on that. Yeah. Big E and Kofi got a win, Greg, as tag team. That's all we got to say there. And, of course, Ronda Rousey is officially challenging um, Charlotte, puts the, Sonia in the Kimura lock or whatever, her arm bar. Um, so I'm guessing Ronda will be suspended to kind of ride her off for some time being Um, And, you know, let Charlotte think she won't get her. Charlotte thinks she's out of the match. Um, Is that kind of where we think this is going, Greg? Because why else would she take out Sonia? Maybe or maybe Naomi gets Ronda back. And that gives Naomi something big. So just some thoughts there. What are your thoughts on there? Ronda Rousey tapping out or sorry, breaking or trying to break uh, Sonia's arm. And what the fallout of that will be.
1: Yeah, you know, the whole indefinite suspension thing that conveniently ends before WrestleMania is pretty easy, um, you know, pretty pretty easy move, especially since Rhonda isn't going to be setting the world on fire with promos every week. Um, and you'd let Charlotte, you know, run with that and, you know, get on the stick and put the match over as big as she can. Um I was a little disappointed that she did choose Charlotte just because there's so much unresolved with Becky. Uh, but it's not to say she couldn't do the same thing with Becky next year.
0: That's um, what I'm hearing is the plan.
1: Yeah, because and, when you think about it, the and it's been mentioned quite a quite a bit over the last week that um, that historic WrestleMania um, 35 that match ended. And Becky didn't pin Rhonda. I mean, her shoulder was up on that one count, so she was never truly pinned. And so that story is still sitting there just waiting to be um, brought back to life. And they can go to it at any time. Rhonda can come out and go, you never beat me. He showed a replay, her arms clearly up, and there you go. That was in
0: Dallas, wasn't it?
1: I believe, I believe so, actually. Yeah.
0: Too bad that, yeah. So you could have brought it
1: full circle right here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just know that um, they, I think they knew all along they wanted Charlotte and her to finish that off. And then next year, Becky and Rhonda. Uh, how we get there, I don't know. Uh, my mom's, you know, I was also hearing Rock and Roman because they were in LA and we've said that all along. Like, how can you not, you know, unless the Rock is filming, Yeah. <laughs> somehow you got to get the Rock. And Roman. Um, uh, you know, especially you, you Roman just tell perfect.
1: Rock, don't do anything next April. <laughs> you know, here's here's <laughs> the brakes truck. There's your deposit. No, don't uh, do anything the two. month of April.
0: No, oh, bungee 3. No. Right. Um, life, game of no, life. <laughs> no, no Jungle Cruise. <laughs> no Jungle Definitely Cruise. Definitely no Jungle too. Cruise. Because <laughs> apparently he did say, They're bringing some game to the movie. That's right, but he doesn't want to say. So, who knows? I
1: saw it. I saw a a thing about it. I forgot what game it was. Um,
0: Pretty pretty princess. I don't
1: think it's that one. Candyland. (laughs) Candyland.
0: Connect Four. Just to be the Rock playing Connect Four.
1: Oh, it's it's Halo. Halo, that's uh, what he's okay. doing.
0: Okay, but I don't. Was that the um, big? Was that part of the big announcement? Yeah. Though? So. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Could be master, master chief.
1: But yeah, he's going to be the lead of Halo. Yeah.
0: Man, he just. But. Funny uh, to think. It's always yeah, funny Brock, to me when, I tell people, "Oh yeah, you know he wrestled," and some people really were like, "No, he didn't." Like. Like, they have no clue that he wrestled. <laughs> I mean, just because, you know, it's been, you know, now it feels so long ago. But, um, all right, let's do another. <clears throat> uh, was there anything I missed on SmackDown that you'd like to catch us up on?
1: Uh, no, I think we're good.
0: Okay. Uh, let's get some uh, realty talk in the way. Uh, this is Sean Nugent, your rock star realtor. Get in touch with him for all your realty needs
1: what is up everybody it's your boy dan over at bwsports1.com and black and white sports and i'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home now's the time and i got just the person for you mr sean nugent aka Rockstar realtor himself 317-503-8322 put that home on the market Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you.
0: All righty, we are here with AW Dynamite Talk. Uh, Greg, let's just jump right to the end because you got that one right. Got to give you all the credit. I did not think that this would go off. And even when it was, like, the last 30 minutes or so, I'm like, oh, there's still going to be shenanigans. There was. We got to admit that (laughs) there were shenanigans. Uh, What? One first false finish, you know, and then um, um, Wardlow out there throws him the ring, hits Punk with the ring, and now CM Punk has his first loss on the books um, thanks to, you know, kind of Wardlow and uh, MJF. MJF will speak – on that next week, of course, Greg, because you know, how can he not? Um, but and it was nice to see the little delayed um mm-hmm. pin like come up from MJF because I bet he was just you know, I think MJF gets it, and I'm sure he was thinking CM Punk in that whole you know, old school way where it's always the, the head down. We saw it with Seth and Roman back in the day, um, because it was interesting that. MJF, you know, didn't come right off the pin right away. he you know he allowed it milk for a minute. so um, man, it happened though. I'll let you have at it uh, as you were the correct predictor of this.
1: <laughs> hey, putting the young kid over. that's what he's there for. Um, what a batch, jeez, um, I saw the how much time they had left when this match started. I was like, wow, okay, they're gonna do this thing. And sure enough, 40 minutes later, you know, you have a winner. Um, I like how they took some of the old uh, tropes that are very overused in pro wrestling going back to the Stone Ages when we first started watching it and kind of flipped them around with the whole, uh, you know, punk getting the win and then uh having the MGF getting the win and the ref seeing the illegal object and restarting the match um, and after that usually the hero goes and claims the victory and they didn't do that so uh, that was very unexpected because mm-hmm. uh, you figure from the restart you know now Punk's going to get it and just the story they told, the way the uh, match played out, they're both, you know, trying to grin and bear it through their injuries. Uh, it was just a gritty, grimy uh, match, and it's very old-school uh, storytelling, and these two were just amazing. It was um, definitely I think it just took top spot as far as my favorite match of the year. So, sorry, uh, Matt Cardona and Joey Janela, you've moved down a spot. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely love this match. So, um, in retrospect, for sure, I think it it turned out probably better than they thought. And um, he's going to get mega, mega heat on MJF for beating Punk in Chicago, and we're going to hear plenty about that on, on Dynamite. And, uh, you know, it keeps the other storylines going with Wartlow's eventual turn and, you know, MJF's quest for the championship. So um, I guess the question is, do, I we like all back, out.
0: do we run this back at Revolution? and Punk somehow gets the win over, you know, get his win back. Or is, I don't, you know, that's the thing, like, I wonder where it goes next because now it's now it is kind of unpredictable to see which way it goes.
1: Yeah. Um, well, he's, he's not potentially an undefeated, undefeated street because MJS already lost this year, thanks to Punk. Yeah. Um, so you don't have that whole thing to worry about. Actually, I think MGS first loss should be to Wardlow. Hmm. Um, okay. And with the beating the Punk took, you know, you can put, write him off TV for a couple of weeks and, um, you know, let the workload low turn happen and there's your revolution match. Okay. Um, yeah. so, and then there's time to reinsert punk after that, uh, smoke clears. Yeah. So
0: especially if you go you know, to these three, push it to double or nothing. You always want a big money match right. there. So exactly. But. Um, how about the then the beginning had John Moxley defeating Wheeler Yuta. I don't want to get into the Brian Kendrick stuff. It is what it is. He said some stuff, (laughs) he got fired for it. I mean, that's what happens sometimes. So um, but we Yuta Moxley, I mean, for probably what having an hour's notice (laughs) beforehand, you know, maybe (laughs) that. I mean, put on a really solid outing, probably one of Wheeler's best matches. Uh, Then the bigger story is Mm Brian Danielson coming out and throwing out these ideas like people described as a Cobra Kai, (laughs) Uh, you know, Moxley (laughs) and Brian, you know, training people going after titles and you had Moxley playing up the part. Well, I almost want to happen and just let, you know, whatever it is, if they're heels or heels, if they're, you know, maybe Moxley stays face, Brian stays heel, something like that. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways you could run with it. So, do you think it actually happens, or do we just get a one-on-one match at Revolution? It
1: it is fun. It is a fun idea. Um, again, when they when he got in the ring and picked up the stick, he, he expected a whole different conversation to happen, and he brings up this "less work together" uh, business. And the more you talked about it, the more you liked it. Um, talked about taking, you know, somebody, the greenness of the green and molding him under their learning tree, you know, and they, they name dropped guys like Lee Moriarty and uh, Wheeler Yuda, who he just had a match with, Garcia. And when they said Garcia, the crowd really popped for it. Uh, I noticed that. Um, so... I, I liked where he was going, and just think that uh, you know, Moxley and Danielson doing their own, you know, academy kind of, you know, and being training themselves training school it, and right really be something. Uh, I, I think the fans were kind of thinking that too, that way too, because we're first we're uh, itching for a fight and. Now we, he's painting the picture so well. It's like, yeah, that would be awesome.
0: And you could still save that so, for down the road.
1: Exactly. Uh, um, so, you know, Mox is a guy who, you know, you, you appeal to that stability of him because that's kind of what he wanted to do anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting to see what he, what he chooses to do, but... I'm hoping that he, he goes with it at least for the short term. And you know, who wouldn't say yes to, to jumping on the ship with Moxley and Danielson. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so you can see Greg, we got Lambert and Brandy Rhodes face off again. Stuff was said. (laughs) Ultimately this led to Brandy Rhodes and your girl, Paige Van Zandt. Is she your girl? I don't know if she's your girl, but she's a UFC fighter. Um, so brandy rhodes and, and Zan, I'm, I'm guessing greg at revolution i got yeah i got nothing on that. uh very cringeworthy <laughs> segment right here
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well it's a that's the same old thing very with cringeworthy. we just don't know what she is and she doesn't know what she is her and ronda need to get I know together. she like her...
1: true i mean Brandy just likes being the bad girl um you know she comes out first thing she goes and, and, which obviously in cincinnati so he starts running down the home city you know for their first words and then dan lambert comes out and people cheer for him because at least brandy stops talking yeah. um so that was interesting to see it even and most people are, are really down about dan lambert but i'm loving his throwback jim cornett old school heel manager uh gimmick because he's working it to the teeth and he sounds just like those old school managers um and the stuff he's saying you know a lot are you know facts and uh you know brandy's the only person who could be standing in the ring and make people want to cheer for him and you know he definitely pointed that out um The whole thing with with Paige is this is probably, like, the last athletic step for her because, you know, she had her moment in the sun in the UFC, and then her holes got exposed, uh, the holes in her game, and she lost her last, I think, three fights, and then she went into bare-knuckle fighting, and, and... She was a big deal from a name standpoint. And then she lost both her bare knuckle fights. Um, So there's really nowhere else for her to go except to into the world of professional wrestling. She's athletic enough, she can learn how to do it. And, you know, she's got Lambert there to talk for. Right, and she looks she reminds me of Ivy Nile, to be honest with you. Um, She has that kind of demeanor about her. And, you know, she's you know shows enough personality and you know it, the only thing is is that with her in the ring with brandy she's going to be the baby face everybody's going to be cheering for her and she's standing there with dan lambert so um
0: that's it's, it's that's, that's like it's the so only... hard with these like it doesn't make any sense where this is going and i joked i'm like and if brandy wants to be the next stephanie mcmahon she's got to work on her slaps because she was just like <laughs> like that to dance, I'm like, like he couldn't have taken a slap from her, you know, what? it like, you know, leave a little, leave a little yeah. red on there, not just, you know, <laughs> but, um, I don't, like you said it, we don't know who to cheer for <laughs> and that, you know, that's a problem, you know, are not, not even to boo. We just don't want to say, we just don't want to It's like crickets. You know, we don't want to do anything. There's no reaction there because we don't know what, what is the ultimate goal of this. You know, is it to get Paige Van Zandt yeah. in the ring? Well then you achieved it. <laughs> now she'll probably go against Brandy. But yeah, you know, could he have achieved that other ways? Couldn't you have had Lambert ran down the yeah, I mean, uh, women's division and that builds up the women's division? Not, you know, it builds that up in a way because he's running it down and saying, I got a real fighter mm-hmm. here. Um I don't know. It's just a uh, Brandy and Cody. I mean, they're just turning into they must really have a high. <laughs> You know, and that's fine to have a high regard for yourself, but Cody can back it up. I don't know if Brandy can yet.
1: Right, exactly. Nobody's clamoring to see Cody or uh, see Brandy in any type of match at all. Yeah. So I um, think they, they'll get a big kick out of seeing her get her butt kicked uh, by Paige, uh, but defeats the purpose of having her you know, be the one cheered in the heel stable. Yeah. So, you know, maybe yeah, after this match, they can pivot her against the baby faces and reestablish, you know, her role in, in Lambert's group. And I'm sure the point of this was to introduce her to the wrestling world with the most eyes yeah, on her probably, as possible yeah. uh, instead of just walking up backstage on Chris Statlin or somebody like that. So hopefully that's the, the sole intention, and then they put her into a more fitting role. Yeah. But I think the whole segment was built around, you know, here's our new women's wrestler. And, you know, Paige made that somebody who has some marketability. who's huge on social media and, you know, makes her fortune pretty much off of uh, social media, off of her, you know, Instagram accounts. and you know making money off of swimsuit pictures
0: I was so to say, more spicier pages is what i've heard <laughs> she had one of those right. back before it became a big thing though it seemed like didn't she she was kind of on the only fans platform you know back when yeah it's it, it was slowly taken off but um, now there's like every other woman wrestler there like you said just um skimpy uh swimsuits and just conversing with fans for a price. But, uh, yeah. How about Kings of the black throne defeating death triangle? Are we going to get a blindfold match, Greg, with all the mist being involved? <laughs> and now we had, Man, we also had black play up the, the blindfold, even though he took it off. It was, was fine to see the whole time. Uh, we just see Julia Hart out there, right?
1: Yep. It's only a matter of time before Julia ends up in the, uh, in the mix two, um, it's definitely not over with Death uh, Triangle and Kings of the Black Throne. It. it was a great, great match. Um, really enjoyed it. And so there's, there's a lot more mileage you can put in on it with, um, with Penta and Brody and uh, Malachi and Ray Phoenix once he gets back. Um, You're talking about a great cluster of matches that you can have with just those guys. Um, Pack, you know, when is it packed good? So. Um, I think they should keep running with it for a while. And um, you know, there's there's definitely some good, you know, twists and turns you can put in there. Um you need to add some firepower to um that triangle, but you know it's def- yeah, it's definitely worth it. Time. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be one of the top, you know, programs on the card from a match standpoint for sure.
0: Or maybe we'll get a light, we'll probably get a lights out. Unsanctioned style match between these two, you know, and that's I'm fine with that. Um, kind of let them just have all the tools, <laughs> everything available ladders, you know, uh, tables, chairs, all the good stuff. So, um, how about Niall Rose getting a big win over Ruby yeah. this time? Ruby misses the kick. Um, looks really bad doing it, but it makes sense because she hit the kick the last time. So, uh, Nyla Rose picks up a good win there, Greg. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Nyla's going, but hey, good win for her.
1: <laughs> yeah, and speaking of trilogy matches, you now they're one-one.
0: Now they need another one. There
1: could be a, yep, there could be a big blow off with of that one in a in a some type of gimmick match, tables match, ladder match, Ruby or whatever. Ruby would get
0: it right. Ruby at up the upper hand probably, and when it's all said and done.
1: Yep, I think so.
0: Unless you want Nyla going after one of the titles again, but. Uh yeah. And then Lance Archer destroyed Adam Page. I mean, it's Adam Page, we're we're giving him all the gimmick matches, though, aren't we? (laughs) Like for his title defenses. (laughs) I don't really get why. I don't know why we just can't let him wrestle straight. I mean, I guess he has wrestled straight up, but you know, we're doing the tech. I mean, is it just to really show that he could survive these style matches and then you're having something set up for him and Brian Danielson down the road or I don't really get the whole Texas death match. You know, this is like the Cody Rhodes aspect. Like, do we need this? You know, you've only been feuding for what a few weeks. Do we need a Texas death match right now?
1: Yeah, not really. Um, I'm sure it's to add, you know, to, to give Hangman more clout as if he needed it after uh, those two matches with Danielson.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, they've been calling, out, calling him out on his cowboyness um, lately. And, you know, having a Texas death match is as cowboy as you can, as you can get right now. Yeah. So it's uh, maybe it's something to do with that. Um, Arch can't have a clean match to save his life, so you know the the weapons and things like that are going to get get involved. So,
0: uh, I was gonna say, I feel like you know, have we seen point, a legit match for Lance Archer, like a one on one, or you know, I guess we've seen some tag matches, but I think one on one, like you said, I feel like he's only been in these type of gimmicky matches.
1: Yeah, I mean, aside from his debut when he was just watching, yeah. Uh, nobody's. I don't think so. It's all been, you know, gimmick matches. So, yeah. you know, this is kind of just the Archer MO. <laughs> so you beat him at his own game and, you know, now you can brush him aside. And then you have uh, Adam Cole's the number one contender. You have MJF who's going to be on the roll. You're going to have uh, CM Punk who's been talking about uh, a title shot. So, you can go any number of ways into a revolution.
0: And that's why I brought up the rampage slide because Adam Cole did defeat evil Uno. And then Adam Cole probably gave the best promo to date that he's had, you know, really laid it oh, out. Yeah. there, like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, look who I beat. I'm surprised. He just did say they're all been job, you know, other than maybe orange Cassidy, but <laughs> uh, I like that. Adam Cole really gave you, okay, now it's time for me to be in the world title picture. And him and Adam Page, um, you got the Bullet Club stuff there that you could throw out. You know, I don't know if they crossed paths in it at the time, but you still have that lane out there. You have that bit of history. Uh, that probably should be Revolution main event. Adam Cole, Adam Page, AW title. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about Adam Cole's promo? The match was fine. Nothing really stood out, but. He beat Evil Uno. <laughs> I mean, but like we said, hopefully now we're getting a direction for Adam Cole.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, he, he laid it out pretty, pretty, pretty great. Uh, great promo. And, you know, we talked about people who, who suck on the mic. This is not the case. I mean, anytime he gets on the stick, you stop what you're doing, you listen, and he's going to bring it. He always does. He did this time. Uh, because laying it out, you know, who are these guys? These guys are scrubs pretty much. And, and, you know, I'm that guy I'm going to take my championship. So loved it, you know, setting himself up, putting himself in position and, uh, you know, classic Adam Cole, um, you know, it got me hyped for, for seeing him against Adam Page. So I hope this is where they go in. Um, but you know the way he's you know beating on his chest and talking about it doesn't matter who's out there um you know maybe this brings things to a head with the elite and red dragon and establish himself as the leader um you know the alpha so so many things he did but that one on backside that, uh, yeah whenever. so kenny can come back whenever where it comes <laughs> Exactly. Maybe that's where it's leading. Maybe Kenny is going to come back and go, hey, wait a minute. Um, So, you know, so many pieces that could be put into place right there. It was awesome.
0: Uh, Also, Isaiah Casting put on a really solid match against Sammy Guevara. Um, We also saw Darby Allen come out there, which I think I'm fine with, you know, kind of maybe let that finish off things for the TNT title. I'm still wondering why, um, Samby is wearing two belts. <laughs> he's the undisputed champion. Just give him one belt. <laughs> Hopefully that gets, you know, sorted out soon. But um, and then Isaiah Casty will get in the uh qualifier match for the face of the revolution match. So obviously they're they're starting to put a little more momentum behind Isaiah Casty because I thought he really put on a solid match last night. Um it looks like he's gonna be the you know the guy to break from the hall of fame or. Hardy family front office andrade Hardy, whatever their whole big LLC name is. Yeah. But um looks like Isaiah <laughs> Cassie is going to be the one that down the road really gets to, gets to shine here soon. Um, but give me thoughts on Sam Guevara and Darby Allen, Greg, we haven't seen Darby in a while. So nice to see him back and no sting. So I'll take that. And um yeah.
1: It's a, uh- very interesting. Um, and it just speaks to the depth of AEWs that, you know, one of, you know, they say the heart and soul of AEW is Darby Allin. But we haven't seen him on TV in a while. So, mm-hmm. and they haven't missed a beat. Uh, just because they've, they've stopped out so much talent. You know, they're able to give guys like Darby, you know, some time off, refresh the batteries to come back uh, looking great. And just the nonverbal communication between him and Sammy uh, once the threats were gone was priceless. So and the, the uh, shout out to Taz and Jericho for playing it up. You know, is this, is this a warning or is this a, you know, salute to, to Sammy, you know, as far as, you know, is he challenging him or is he just, you know, giving him props? So you could go either way and gets you thinking about the match between Sammy and Darby and how awesome that would be. So, uh, I think it's a little bit of everything. And, uh, it was a great segment. And, uh, like I said with Isaiah Cassidy guy, looked great. Match was great. Um, again, told good stories. And, uh, you know, by the end of the year, he could be a big player. Um, you know, as a as a babyface. I like, definitely see people getting behind him. Um, and I don't know if we really went through it last week because I think we did the um, Royal Rumble show, but that ladder match between Sammy and Cody, holy crap. Um, you know, jaw-dropping moments throughout that match, especially Sammy springboard off the ropes to the top of the a uh, short ladder and hitting Cody with a cutter off the tall ladder. Good grief, man. It's, it's amazing that they weren't both liquefied by the time of the end of the match. Cause you know, Cody did a crossroads off the top of the tall, the tall ladder. Um, just the insane bumps they were taking and he's still back in there. Uh, giving a killer match with Isaiah Cassidy and, you know, there's no way this this guy should even be able to walk right now, uh, much less you know throw down a great match. So, um, props to Sammy, and you know now you know why he's you know being painted as one of the pillars of the company. Yeah. Guy's awesome.
0: Uh, we also saw Thunder Rosa win by DQ against Mercedes. The lead pipe came out. I would assume we'll get some gimmicky match between Mercedes. We also had was a backstage I believe is Britt Baker talking up how she kind of was behind Mercedes Martinez. So another kind of beef or, you know, heavy to the the Britt Baker army, as it were, Um, you know, even though we still saw Jamie Hayter there. I was kind of surprised with that, Greg.
1: Yeah. The backstage. Um, Yeah. It looks like Jamie Hader is going to be, you know, breaking off pretty soon. Um, You know, it, that shows the uh, men aren't the only ones doing, you know, backstage deals and things like that. Um, So I like that. You never see that with the women on on their side. So um, I like, even though it's a kind of a repeated thing, uh, again, they have added a new twist to it with, you know, a woman in control. Um, So I like that. Plus um, the face off for a few seconds with, jamie hater and mercedes martinez and that you know even the in the uh, audience you can hear the kind of oh you know we're digging it so um that's going to be something that's going to be visited down the road so um great segment just you know start laying groundwork for for new stuff i love it
0: and then jay lethal lost to ricky starks no surprise there but good match out of jay lethal we haven't really seen him put together this type of, you know, really solid outing. I feel like, um, still don't know what we still need to find something for him. <laughs> I just feel like he's, you no, know, he's just kind of there and maybe Grisham there would give him that tag team kind of partner with him. Cause I believe they were together in, uh, ROH as the foundation, I think was what their tag team or stable was called. So maybe that would give him some base footing, but, uh, I don't think there was any doubt Ricky was going to lose. Um, cool for the FTW championship to main event, you know, this this type of night. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, and then Dante Martin was out there, Greg. I almost was like, oh man, they might just go back to the well of Dante turning, <laughs> joining because he came out there. Uh, but they did not go down that route. So Dante Martin mm-hmm. kind of, you know, evens up the sides for, um, uh, for lethal. Um, yeah, that's all I really got on that. <laughs> Any thoughts on yourself?
1: Yeah, uh, when Dante out, came out, I thought there was going to be a, a title change. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you. Okay. And, uh, but you can't say you, you can't uh, hit on that finish. The turning the lethal injection into uh, his finishing move, the Rochambeau, that was an amazing move. Um, so you know great finish um the match was solid and again just hitting you with these swerves where it looks like it's going to go one way and then they flip it back it goes the other way um just great job by aw i wish aw or wwe knew how to do stuff like this and um or would i'm sure they know how but they just don't yeah. um was this the reason that uh AW is going to pass them in the ratings by the end of the year, so that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. (laughs) Um, But great, great match between these guys, and um, yeah, they they definitely need something else for Lethal to do. He's way too talented just to, um, you know, lose title matches the way he has been. He's so far he's lost two title matches since he's come up. So. they need to find a niche for him to really shine in
0: yeah um, all right well let's do one last commercial break and then we'll get into our last call question of the day <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> this is the best. Produ- I thought I could okay, figure so it out. I, was, I think I did. I wish I got the Open best part the but I can't put our last call. Darn it. Okay. Well, there's the. We'll do this first. I'll put this up first. Who's going to be the better year? <laughs> Greg. Who are the better year? Killer Cross or, or Killer cross, cross or Keith Lee? Over every boy and and this
1: I am going done. to go with. No, it sounds fine.
0: Time.
1: I'm yeah. going time. to go with Killer Cross or carrying so Cross. Very I, so very cross. Very I think. So uh, Now that we're not in the WWE universe anymore, it's going to go back to Killer Cross. And uh, he and Scarlett are going to come together and they are going to uh, really shine together. Um, And I think Scarlett's being there with him is really what's going to push it over the top as opposed to Keith Lee, um, who I also think is going to do really well. But... You know, you got the whole um, You know, lights and thunder To go with him Hopefully they they keep that Um, You know, bring that from his You know, way too short NXT run Uh, Forget about the WWE Main roster uh, Cross and just bring elements Of the NXT Cross in Uh, But he and Charlie is what really puts it over The top, so I uh, got the Killer Cross.
0: Yep. Um, there we go. Uh, I'm going to say Keith Lee. I think Karrion Cross might go Hollywood in a little bit full time. He's like growing out the hair. Really? I feel like he's looking kind of generic looking. I don't know if he's just kind of like, you know, sitting back and seeing. So I'm actually going to go Keith Lee. And like you said, though, I mean, this is the year for both guys. Like, you know, we'll see what both guys can do. I don't mind if either guy does well, <laughs> you know. I, I guess part of me wants Keith Lee to have the better year because I'm, like we just said, they, they just had him ready-made, double title. Yeah. You know, he had the run-in with Roman at what Survivor Series two years ago or Royal Rumble. He had the little run-in with right. Rock. Everything was tailor-made. Like he should have had a big Royal Rumble this year, and you know, it is what it is, but. Now, like you said, if you could present Scarlett and Period together, that probably gives them the edge. Mm-hmm. Because together, they really have something. And if you do, like, if I, you know, if you bring up these promo, like, if you bring up uh, vignettes that really lead to his debut, then, yeah, yeah. you you really got a product. Like, because like I said, with Keith Lee, it's, it's going to be like, here, here's Keith Lee. <laughs> you know, you're not going to you know, do vignettes of him training or, you know, like pictures of his back or, you know, you're going to just say, here he is. You know, you might put him in the, um, you might wait till Double or Nothing he's a surprise entrant. You know, part of the casino battle yeah. That type of move. You know, if I feel like with Cross, you're going to have vignettes leading up to him. I kind of see him back in Impact and I might worry that that might keep him down just because I don't... You know we, if anything, we might start keeping tabs on the impact more. Uh, maybe that could be a, a side project for one of us, you know, with all the other wrestling we try yeah. to catch up on. But uh, so yeah, I just both these guys, it's its going to be interesting to see. And who... also,
1: keep in mind that, yeah, and keep in mind with uh, Cross and Scarlet, you're getting two for one because Scarlet's a wrestler too. Um, yeah. you know, she never got to do anything in WWE, but she's a killer wrestler herself. So um, she would be an, a really fun addition to the women's division. And, you know, her look and her fame already, uh, as far as, you know, all the indie fans and, you know, the killer cross fans, you know, she can go when, when, uh you know, given a chance. But I think most of us, who didn't see her until she came into WWE don't know that. Uh, right. I've seen some clips of her, you know, hitting destroyers on guys and, uh, you know, and having, right. you know, some really good matches with the ladies. Yeah. Um, and then on some some of the uh, smaller indie shows too. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she looks like she can, you know, be a powerhouse anytime she wants to. So, you know, but Cross and Scarlet, you're getting the two for one deal. And you have uh, who could be big players on the men's and the women's side.
0: Yeah um, because you know I, I would assume Keith Lee and me are going together somewhere. but like you said, they're not they're the they're not quite the package deal. I think they each want to do their own thing. So um mm-hmm. I'm expect big years from both but like cause I there's something about like I said the, the current look of carrying or sorry killercross, I don't know, it just looks like he's trying to maybe see if there's a like an acting gig out there for him, but because he's growing the hair up. He's growing the hair out, kind of growing this in. So unless you just go for a whole different mm-hmm. look. Um, but so that's all I got. That's our last call. Closing time, closing up the shop, kind of figured it out there. He's still gonna still gotta, still gotta <laughs> work with my production. It's hard to produce and run a show, you know talk but anyways um so yeah glad to have you here uh we got the pro bowl happening tomorrow greg i'll just say i've never watched any minute of a pro bowl i just have no you <laughs> know what i used to love back in the day the qb challenge yeah. uh, i used to like that little you yeah the video game for the qb challenge you could get out there and play it so um, but the pro bowl like they said it might as well just be like <laughs> Touch football, you know, just like flag football, throw out, a, you know, go out there in shorts and a tee and just kind of throw it around. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Ever since uh, Robert Smith tore up his ACL at the Pro Bowl, uh, running on the beach uh, mm-hmm. while they were doing a, a beach flag football thing, the NFL has been like, forget that. We're doing two hand touch in the Pro Bowl pretty much and nobody's been injured since Um, you know it's a great you know accolade for the players I'm sure an incentive gets more um, you know scrilla in the bank but um, you know not worth getting your uh, franchise player you know injured for the upcoming season so Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it just because you know there's gonna be a lot of Chargers at the Super Bowl or or the Pro Bowl um, you know, we'll see Justin Herbert in there. Um, we won't see Bosa, uh, or Keenan Allen because they got injured, but or, or working off injuries. But, uh, you know, doesn't discount the fact that they were picked. So, um, I'll watch for a few minutes just to see the Charger helmets and, you know, one last, uh, you know, love for my guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, I will watch very little of it. The Pro Bowl hasn't been interesting since it left Hawaii. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it I is. That's
0: kind of lost its luster, too. Like, it used to be kind of and, fun to see all the players in the Lays and, like, you know, seeing what they were going to do. Now it's just like, well, it's in the Super Bowl city. Like, and I get it. Or, no, or wherever it's. I can't remember where it's even at. Is it in the Super Bowl hosted? Or, no, they do it somewhere else.
1: Uh, no, it's in Vegas this year, Vegas, okay. yeah, because that makes sense, isn't it? Or the Pro Bowl and the NHL All Star game are happening at the same time, pretty much.
0: Oh, okay, there's another All Star game. So, I think they were trying Vegas some three on three thing once to try to you know change that up, and that didn't seem to really do anything. So, um, yeah, me and All Star, like I used to watch the All Star, um, NBA All Star game back in the day because it's always cool to see those guys, you know. And it does go back to now, like some of these guys are teaming up all overnight, <laughs> like you know back then, like Magic and Bird, like going at each other or you know teaming up. So um, that was yeah. But anyways, so. uh, all right. Well, let's re- call call it a day. Close up shop here, and uh, thanks for watching. And uh, catch you guys next week.
1: Peace.